0: Hey guys, it's Steve with UnashamedUnafraid.com, a blog unashamed about sexual addiction recovery and unafraid of coming into Christ for healing. Um, So for those of you who uh, are outsiders, who subscribe, who have listened before, welcome back. For any of you who are new, um, welcome. This is a little bit of a less traditional post for us, I will say. Um, And so last year we did a post um, on... Uh, what I consider the my like top secret, best recovery resource, which is a, a retreat based on the book Wild at Heart. Um, so it turns out that there's also a retreat for women that they do once a year. Uh, it, it is here in the Utah area. Um, and so I, I have the women here, I have one of the founders, uh, Melanie's here with us. How are you doing, Melanie?
1: Good, good to be here.
0: So she's here. She's brought, um, so the head of the prayer team and another member of her staff are here with us as well. Lindsay. Yes. Hello. Is with us. And uh, Anna Ree. Hi. How are you?
2: Glad to be here. (laughs) Good.
0: Good. Um, So they're here and they're just going to talk a little bit about this. So uh, the reason I'm doing this here and, and we've talked about this, we've kind of prepared for this post is I remember kind of going through through my addiction process which which i think is you know some people can relate to there's some situations where right the women find out about this addiction and they're like hey let's let's freaking get our butt into whatever we need to do to get this stuff fixed right and then there's some situations where you know the men are trying to kind of figure it out and i remember i was more on that end of the spectrum and as i was trying to figure it out um i was like man you know i just you know, as I really started to get out of my denial and realize how much I I'd hurt Kayla I'm like what you know what can I do for her and what what can help her and um, and so th- that's why I wanted to do this post is I think you guys have something that's just really great for the women right who are experienced this and all women really right yeah. and so and we can kind of talk about that so Melanie, ter- tell us about the retreat Melanie tell us wh- what is it what's the deal with this G- give us the the 101.
3: So, Heart of a Woman retreat is the ultimate spiritual self-care for a woman, where she gets to unplug from her everyday life, from all of her responsibilities, cares, worries, etc. Come up into the mountains for three days, we totally take care of them um, in every single way and give women the time to be with God that they never have. Time to be still, time to think, time to take what is maybe a belief in God into a real connection with God. So our focus is to help women really develop a, a, a deep connection with God. If they don't have one, if they already feel like they have a deep connection with God, we help them d- drill deeper into that. Um, uh, it's our second purpose is to really help women um, be able to see themselves as God sees them, to have Him talk to their hearts and, and see themselves in a way that they never have before. And then we uh, want every woman who comes to feel like she's been restored and renewed, that her soul is maybe a little bit more alive, that that, um, the exhaustion, the numb, the overwhelm that she's felt, the hurt that she might have felt from a betrayal trauma that she has felt. And if
0: you're it. unfamiliar with betrayal trauma, we have an excellent post, it turns out, uh, with Dorothy from Lifestar. Um, and so I would tell you to look at that post. If that term is unfamiliar to you, men and women, um, you should get familiar with it. It's big.
3: Right, it is big. And so we just try to lift pe- women into a place where they, into a safe place. We provide a really, really safe place for them. To just come and be wherever they're at and either continue their journey with God or start a journey with God or change their journey with God, whatever that is.
0: That's good to say because some people haven't had a great journey with God.
3: Some people haven't. Some people haven't. And that's okay. And um, and they're safe and they're okay there mm-hmm. in, in that space. Um, and then women who have been really religious or sometimes a little nervous to come because they're afraid we're going to teach them something that is contrary to what you know they feel comfortable with. But so non-denominational non denominational Christian, Christian, non denominational. Be point blank. Absolutely. And um, based on the book captivating, which is Stacy and John Eldridge's um, counterpart, female counterpart to Wilder Heart.
0: So uh, I'm going to go a little inside here. I've I've got some inside information that uh, a lot of women just like wild at heart better than captivating. True. I would
3: agree. Yeah, I would. Oh, agree. Oh, busted! I <laughs> I would agree. I I feel like um, John just hits the nail on the head, and Stacy dances around it a little, and so. We I'm going to call her and tell her you said that. I'm sure. <laughs> um, maybe you need to edit that out for me. <laughs> 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 no, you're fine. But, but, but I just Wild at and, Heart still is a good book.
0: You'd encourage is, the women to I read would, it? I would. I would encourage that's where the I'm the women to, go.
3: to read Wild at Heart before they come to retreat. If they read Captivating, awesome. But definitely read Wild at Heart. It will, give them a con, uh, it will give them a foundation to work from. But here's the deal that I think we've been able to do. But if I'm
0: only reading one because I'm not a big wild reader. Wild at Heart. I would read Wild, wild at heart, heart every time.
3: Okay. Yeah.
0: But Captivating is a good book. I have actually read it. Captivating is a good book, not, and
3: I love Stacey's Becoming Myself. Yeah. a will second that. Yeah. Yes. It's a good book. Yeah. So if you got to okay, read one and listen to another, Okay. that's what I do.
0: Okay. And I actually recommend listening to Wild at Heart because uh, John is a good speaker. Yeah, he is. And he, and he does the audio for it. So that's kind of good. Yeah. Okay. So you brought a couple women with you. Yes. What's the deal? Tell, tell me about how... So tell me... Uh, Either or it doesn't matter. So Lindsay, you can go first. Okay. How did you stumble into this? What what kind of what kind of brought you to this? Before we kind of get into more of what it is and all all of that, kind of tell me how how did you end up going on this? Because from the outside, this is kind of hippie crap, right? Sure. I mean, can we be honest? Like, not. When someone comes up to you at church or one of your, you know, girlfriends, or I mean, for me, it's in the guy world, and they're like, hey, what do you want to, you know, you should come to this thing. What is it? It's like this, like, (laughs) retreat camp out. Uh, Okay, what do you do? Have this really tender conversation with God. <laughs> um, okay, was it? Well, and you have to pay for it. What? Like, why? What? This is weird, right? Yeah. So I, you were there at some point in time, and yes. and now you're the head of the bird team. Yeah. So,
4: <laughs> yes. So I I uh, I went through Life Star, and it was at Life Star that I was. Um, I think I saw a flyer for it at Lifestar, but I also had Life uh, Star
0: Sexual Addiction Recovery yes, Treatment Program.
4: Yes. Um, so, but I also had Christy of the James and Christy.
0: Turns out everyone who's <laughs> listening should know them. So we just recorded their story. There that was you our go. Podcast. So if you <laughs> haven't listened to it, you should. And Christy participates in the retreat. She brought it up in our, in our, yeah. In yeah. our she yeah. post. She's on the, she's on the team. She's yeah. on the speaking team. So, you know, listen to her story. She said the same experience. Yes. Similar. Okay. So, so sorry. she's my sister-in-law. James,
4: uh. my brother. They both said, I think that you might benefit from this. At this point when they told me this, they knew that I was um very angry at God, and I declined the first time because yeah, I didn't I really did not want anything to do with going up to a retreat that had something to do with God. Um why were you mad at him? Um I felt the God that I had in my mind was a God that played games. I had to perform for him I had to I just felt like he dangled a carrot and if I didn't measure up if I didn't do something I was knocked down a peg and and I just thought I I will never measure up I'm never going to be this person that he wants me to be and so I was angry I also had a lot of stuff to do with my own father growing up so um anyway and then James and Christy again encouraged me to go the following year, and um, I decided to go. And
0: wow! <laughs> okay, well, we're we're going to get to the wow. But brother and sister in law grinded on you enough that you yes. finally said yes. Yes. And and you got up there. Yep. Changed your life. Yes. 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 We're going to get there, Annery.
2: Well, I um, heard about it through my therapist and through my therapy group. I also did a Lifestar program and I heard about the book. I heard um, a recovered man talk about his boot camp experience. And so I actually kind of was prodding my therapist, like, "What? what is this? And he gave me a flyer, and I looked at the website for Heart of a Woman.
0: They, they hid it for me, too, by the way. <laughs> uh, no, I had to go find it. I w- it was Chris and Autumn. Chris, stories on our blog. I heard him talk about it. Some other people talk about it. I'm like, what's this thing? And they're like, oh, I don't know. She's kind of this. Whatever. Like, I had to go find it.
2: Yeah. And I actually had some difficulty registering. I had to try like three times and call the person who was in charge of it to even get registered. So um, it was sort of a pose from the very very beginning. Um, I'm just kidding. But I read a little bit of the book Captivating before I went to retreat, and I actually did not like it initially. Same. I think I was so wounded that even like touching on those parts of my heart, it was really sensitive. What
0: parts of your heart and why didn't it work for you?
2: Um. It talks a lot about beauty and unique gifts and having something to offer the world. And the way that God created me, I felt a lot of shame for the way my heart was. Um, like it was a bad thing. Like it was my fault that i gotten wounded. And so this message that my heart was beautiful and it was needed and it needed to be restored was actually kind of hard for me to take in. Because I'd bought into a lot of messages that my heart was the problem and that I shouldn't you know
4: and for me it i could not i could not accept or listen to the way this god was the way that she viewed this god i couldn't accept that for myself it was it was too much it was too much to hope for i
0: think that's not the god that i had in my head but in there was a, that, in that if you find out that's if you hope for that and it ends up not being true yes. wow this is going to get really dark yep Yes? Yes. And
2: there was a part of me that really hoped for that restoration and wanted that restoration, but I was really scared, too, that, you know, it's, it's hard sometimes to rekindle that hope i do i do think i read the whole book before i went to retreat because that's the kind of person I, I am i wanted to finish it um
0: well, you guys are 10 steps ahead of the men right now <laughs> I, I the desert, like these are, no and I'll, I'll, i will put uh I'll, I'll put chris on shout out right now so chris he's the head of the prayer team for the he hasn't even read like the last chapter like, <laughs> like a decade later you haven't read the whole thing he's like dude i'm in the message he's like i know i need to read it but i just have so i just give you props for that. Yeah. It's not, not everyone reads yeah. it. So. But I
2: felt called to this retreat. Like, it was interesting to me. Even though I couldn't quite figure out all the facts on it or exactly what was going to happen, well, and let me, and let me I ask felt like you, I wanted to go. Let me ask
0: you this. So when you read it, I mean, you both read it before, yes. right? You were super angry at God. You had a lot of shame about just oh, who you were. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah.
2: And so, my woundedness. And, and, I, I and, felt so much shame for being wounded.
0: Yeah. Okay. So... so different perspectives, but the question so when you read the book, were you like, Yes or did it take you going on the retreat for things to really click?
2: For me, it took the retreat.
0: <laughs> the retreat, hands down. And Lindsay was it wasn't already, she was already them. like nodding her head like <laughs> yeah. like my two year old, like, are you kidding? Of course you gotta go. Yeah. So the reason I bring that is even with the men, I think I've had a lot of men read the book and they're like, I didn't get it. And I've been on the retreat like I don't know five or six times and I'm like, what do you mean you didn't get it it's, it's the best you know but I think what you both said is really true right you were struggling with and so so talk to me a little bit more about kind of where you were at like why why couldn't you buy into this why was that so hard for you what were the barriers to that because i, I think a bunch of our listeners have those same barriers right so mm-hmm. so what were so tell me and start there tell me about the shame about being wounded, explain that.
2: Well, I felt like in a lot of ways... And
0: how And how were you wounded? I mean, what was your woundedness? What did that look like?
2: Um, I had been wounded with betrayal trauma. So my husband had betrayed me. Um, Se- and with I, sexual addiction? Yes, with sexual addiction. Okay. And I... Um, had attached a lot of beliefs about myself to his addiction and a, a lot of lies. I'd written a story about what his addiction meant about me and my failure as a person and as a wife. And, um, so tell me,
0: so like, tell me that narrative
2: <laughs> of what that was,
0: what, like, what was that, that I
2: was flawed, that I was broken, that I expected too much, that I was too much, that I wasn't enough, that, um, that I was too, much too that needy, you were
0: overbearing. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah, too needy, too whiny, too. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah, and that I should be able to deal with this better. Um <laughs> that, so these are super that his true decisions for a ton of women. That's and, and why I I'm felt, slowing you down and making. I you felt say so out much loud. responsibility for his addiction. Like I really believed that I needed to do things to fix his addiction. That. If I had been a better wife, he would not have his addiction. That if I could repair myself and not be demanding and needy and hurt, then he would be better and stuff. So, yeah. I'd take it on a lot of responsibility that wasn't mine. I was carrying a lot of burdens that weren't mine to carry. So, Heart of a Woman gave me some space to step outside of the So, we're going to get there. I'm going to let
0: Lindsay talk first. Okay. So tell me, because they were grinding on you. You got to go. You got to go. Yeah. You got to go. Yeah. So what What was the dialogue? What was the worldview? How did you see yourself in that that made you go, I'm not down with that hippie crap? That can't be true.
4: Um, so uh, I think James understood how I felt about God because of our experience uh, with our it wasn't really fatherlessness, but it kind of was.
0: Super was. I've heard the story. <laughs> so, so if yeah. you if you haven't heard it, James talks all about it. Yes. So if you if you want to know the house that you grew up in, go listen to, to yes. James and Christy's story. He yes. talks all about. So, dad, right? Dad yep. was an alcoholic. Yes. Right. Stepdad, super cold. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yes. So I'm just cliff noting, but exactly. No, I, exactly, there's a lot yep. of fatherlessness in there.
4: So that's automatically projected onto God. That that's exactly how I see God. He's distant. He's not available. He um, is mean. He's you know he's going to abandon me. He's <laughs> all of these things that I that I felt about God. But I also had the same. I had betrayal trauma as well from my husband's addiction. And uh, has sexual addiction. Yes, yep. and just kind of overall had a bad taste in my mouth about men. And God created men, and He and created God's men. Yes. So, yes, yes. And, we got some things. We got work on. Yep, out. yep. Yeah. And He oh, yeah. created us very strong desire in men. I just towards you know women and and sexuality and all of those things, and they just were not jiving with me and i was really mad at him for and hurt just hurt by him by a lot of things and so i automatically think you know this is this is how my my fathers were my husband's this way i'm i'm not a huge fan of men
0: really so so going on a retreat to get close to that guy uh -uh. no thanks
4: yep so I, I honestly like you're saying. What made me go? I really don't know. I really, I, I just went. I, I went. Even while I was up there, I just, I remember. First thing I said was like, "God, I'm giving you this much, which isn't a lot." You can't see your fingers. But there's a very, <laughs> there's a very small space between them. Quite yes. small. Yes.
0: Couple, couple sheets of paper. It's the index card. Not a chance. Yes.
4: Yep, and I just was like, "This is what I'm giving you." So, basically, I need you to show up, or I'm gonzo. So yeah,
0: Wait, when, which is interesting because I've typically found we give God ultimatums. It doesn't go that well, <laughs> right? So, um, you know, we're, but we're I was gonna, in a fabulous we're, environment. We're, for- <laughs> no, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. So okay, so I'm coming back around to our founder. So. We've got a couple individual stories here right in front of us, and, and we're going to keep getting into this. But um, this is the type of woman who shows up, right? Yeah.
3: Well, the, this is a type of woman who shows up, yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: But, but there, so, because the thing I'm going to bring up, so w- when we went to Lifestar, Kayla, right, um, and I, I described betrayal trauma this way I'm sick as an addict, and I throw up all over my wife. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, You're sick, your problem, go deal with it. Right. All of that is super true, 100%. And she's got vomit all over her. So if she doesn't do something to clean that up, it's going to start to stink. And um, so, when we first showed, so when we first went to Lifestar, Kayla's was like, I'm not going to that prep. You know? She's like, this is your problem. She's like, okay, I'll go. So we go, and Kayla's great. And so we, as we're pulling into the parking lot, she's like, this is going to be much like pedophiles, all these weirdos. <laughs> like She's thinking it's going to be just this house full of crazies, right? Like straight jackets, whatever. Mm-hmm. And i would already been to some stuff, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. actually, you're going to walk in a room and see a bunch mm-hmm. of me and you. And sure enough, we walk in a live star, and Kayla will tell you, reflecting on it, she's like, yeah, it was just a ton of super normal people. Normal. And so because, uh, you know, I would fear if I'm just a random woman coming to this and I've got some stuff, right? Like you guys described like that's some, this is heavy, right? I mean, mm-hmm. what you guys described your life experience heavy. Yeah. So, so, you know, just, I would be a little worried if I was, I mean, you know, I mean, there's no chance Kayla's coming up to this thing by herself, wounded and full of shame. And she'd be like, oh yeah, I'm going to go up there with a bunch of mm-hmm. random women. And, and, but it's, it's not scary.
3: It is not. Women are scared when they first come. And in the first presentation, if they... Can like they come alone?
0: Their- women move in packs. <laughs> this is another alone. thing we're going to have to break up.
3: <laughs> yeah. Women come alone all the time.
0: There's a lot that come along.
3: A lot of women come along. So if I'm
0: a woman who says, you know what? I felt the spirit. I'm going to yes, sign I'm up. Coming. I'm not going to be the only alone. person who comes yeah. up there. No. And everyone's yeah. going to know everyone. And yeah. I'm going to be this no. like weird outsider
4: yeah. person. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was very yeah.
4: afraid of that as well that was real for you yeah i thought everybody i'm going to be the outsider coming into this clique kind of thing yeah that everybody knows each other and no not yeah. at all
3: not at all not at all and then women come from every place some people who are really wounded like i said before some people who are not so wounded but just want this deeper relationship with god and the thing that we don't do it Retreat is—it's not self-disclosure. It's not talking about your woundedness with other women. It's not telling your story. It is your time with God. Women, you so don't to, have
0: to open up. I don't have to talk to anyone. You don't have to tell people why I'm there. Absolutely
3: not. In fact, we discourage that. We ask the women. Um, we not actually we actually make them sign an agreement that they will not do that when they come because we have found that that messes with the experience that women have if they're taking their woundedness and their questions and and their experiences to other women and getting their advice then they don't take it to God in the same way so we really ask them um, to take everything to God and we give them that time to take. So I kind of stay
0: in my shell. I'm not going to be an outsider. It's not scary. Not scary. No. I, I don't have to be a no. certain religion. No. no, I can be anti God. I can. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm not. It doesn't matter how I look. This is not just for pretty people. Okay,
3: it, One, all ages, are all there. Ages, ages, all walks mm-hmm. of life, all, all body types, all everything. Okay. One woman who has now come three times came so disconnected from God. She wanted nothing to do with him. And she came alone. She didn't come with anybody else. She gave him that little bit of space. It was good. The next time she came, she did a little bit more work. The third time she came, she actually um, talked to us about her experience with God and how it's progression of her healing that relationship with him. So here we have Lindsay, who had this really aha experience. And then we well, have, you don't get to
0: tell. We're gonna let her tell. <laughs> yeah,
3: but but she gets to tell that experience. But then we have other women who come, and it's just the beginning of a slow journey, and that's okay. Yeah, that's a, and that's a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, because I think people get worried, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. show up to this thing, yeah. and I'm gonna get corralled, and and this Somebody's is what everyone's doing. You know, everyone mm-hmm. they make or or it's just they're gonna force me into some way of thinking. Or, but you know, and similarly to the men, it's pretty open, right? I mean, you wherever I mean, you're at with Jesus, wherever you're at with God, whatever denomination you right. come from, you can keep that. Exactly. And, and still show up, right? Mm-hmm.
3: Exactly. Because that's a fear this, for people. The thing that I've learned is that God.
0: And it's not 200 women that are just in no. Lululemon, no. pulling up in their main oh, right? no.
3: and go, You mean Lululemon
0: not know. You're taking it to Well, or, 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 or the reverse, right? Where my like my wife, who I, I think is normal, she was worried that showing up to something like Life Star, she's like, it's gonna be all these psycho weirdos, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. like it's it's mm-hmm. just a group of normal women. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Same yeah. women I, I see I, I, in my church community or in my neighborhood or yeah. even at better,
4: even better. Like seriously, I went up there and was instantly put at ease. And the comfort that I felt there and peace that I felt there, I can't think of not even in my own church do i seriously do i feel that and you're a churchgoer i am okay every so week yeah. Yeah. just the level of comfort and calm mm-hmm. and peace and acceptance a bigger acceptance than anywhere I, i've been yeah. I,
3: I think one of our greatest desires is that women come and they have their own experience and they don't compare it to somebody else's experience. And they don't have an expectation. We say don't have an expectation about what this is going to be. You let God just give him up that little bit of space, mm-hmm. that itty bitty titty bit space, and and then see how he unfolds this for you. And that's
0: so what this retreat been, does is allow for in. that. You've been let in now. She's teed you up. We're here. Mm-hmm. We're back to your little bit my space. Little, my little so space that I a gave a God. So you're showing up yes. like... Angry. I know who you are. Yep. You're an abandoning, selfish, I, yes. abusive, mean. Yes. I God, very much. Who you are. Had him And you're like the- way over there. You're not going to show up for me. Yep. So you don't even know why you showed up here. Maybe yeah. we'll just throw grace <laughs> on that, right? Yes. So some, God just there's some grace that He yes. made this happen for you exactly. And um, so you show up. the The margin for error for Him is nil. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yep. <laughs> yes. So I just going to do I this mean, one right. We're, we're joking around a little bit, but, but it was so oh, clear, It's very sincere, true, right? It I mean, is it, very this true. was yesterday for you, but but I mean that was real, right? I mean, oh, ha- yeah. how many years did you live? How how old were you when you came to this retreat? I mean, I know I, I you're only 27 now. Thank you. But how how, how old were you when you came to the retreat? Gosh, I came?
4: was 38, I think. And you've been married for how many
0: years? 20 years married for 20 years yes. and you're 38 yeah and that i mean up until that point god was the
3: worst he was he was public enemy number 1
4: well yeah and 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 uh the addiction made it that much worse for me my how i felt about him growing up he was just
0: your husband's addiction yes
4: yeah. Yes. Yeah. So growing up, I was just very obedient. I do this. I do this. I do this. I was. I was. God was whatever. But it wasn't until years of of this going on that I was like, "Ooh, I'm really mad at you," and just yeah. angry, a lot so, of anger.
0: Yeah. Well, and um, uh, you know, I, I get challenged all the time on just the hopelessness stuff. You know, I've had a lot of people say to me, "Well, it's, yeah, God showed up for you, but that's it." Some say that, some of, that for me. some of them don't, yeah, but they're not gonna do that for me, yeah, they're not. And, and I know, um, you know, I, I know even Kayla felt this way at one point in time. We kind of talk about this part of it later, but she's like, Isn't this great? Everyone's a show for Steve, and Steve's gonna go on this journey, and God's with him, and isn't that great? But what about me? But I'm left. Yeah, you know, I'm the one left behind. I'm the one who totally got slaughtered in this thing. Well, and right? I think Going a, a lot of us
2: feel trauma. betrayed by God. We feel like, how could God have let this happen to us? You know, like let's mm-hmm. like I feel like I had a pretty good relationship with God, um, and I felt like He was there for me, and I was doing things right, and then all of a sudden, the life that I thought I'd created exploded, and um, so trying to refine, wait, who who is God, like this God that I had this relationship with, how could he hurt me this deeply in this yeah. in this way?
0: K- I mean, Kayla would say that. We're, I mean, we're, we're LDS. So she's like, I checked all the boxes. I was a great kid. Yes. I come from a great family. I did everything I was supposed to. I got married in the temple. She's like, I did it all right. So I'm standing on the edge of this thing like, are you kidding me? Isn't that I mean, supposed
2: to like help me avoid pain if I yeah, do everything
3: really right? Yeah. Like, sure. <laughs> I'm supposed a- to get some I've outcome, right? It's
0: really counterintuitive to where I'm standing right now. Yes. Right. Yes. So, so I, I mean, I just like I say, kind of joking about it, but I mean, this oh, it's is very real, very this true, very heavy, right? Yes. And um, so, tell me about it. So, Linda, you show up.
4: So yes, yeah, So I went. I showed up, and I remember saying saying the prayer, speaking the words, saying, "I'm I'm giving you all that I can right now, and that's not a lot, but I need you to show up for me." because I, otherwise I, I'm out, you know, and it was just, I understand, and everybody's experience at retreat is different, I know that mine may be unique, I'm not, I'm not quite sure, because anyway, but mine was mine, and mine was miraculous, and it was huge, and it was life-changing, and he showed up for me in every way possible, just i i have never felt more accepted and loved by god in my life right where i'm at in my he was okay that i was angry with him he was okay with my pain and my hurt and it was like he was coming to me saying i know i know what you've been through and i'm sorry i know your pain and i didn't understand that i didn't I didn't think that he.
0: You didn't even know he knew you.
4: No. No. Yeah. So. But man, he was there. He was there in every way possible for me.
0: That's incredible. I wish you guys could be here and just to see, you know, your reaction right Lindsay I mean just, just if if you can't feel from the authenticity of this you're dense but um, so authentic and I and I just thank you for just being willing to kind of share your heart sure and kind of and, and open up to you know the world right and share that with them so maybe someone else wants to share too
2: <laughs> Anne Marie yeah I am um happy to share i it's
0: a lot of shame you're pretty broken
2: oh yeah yeah and but
0: you're looking for something because, I mean, you, you chase the therapist down. So yeah. Like, wh- well, what's this thing I can okay, get? Okay, and food? I've
2: got to be honest. One thing I was really excited about was three days and two nights without my children. I have young children. I had been, you know, like breastfeeding if this and having Nvidia children for would have quite a while. That's
0: like no mom shame invited for <laughs> this segment of the podcast.
3: So I've...
0: whoever's got the mom shame stuff going on, don't let that take you out right now. <laughs>
2: I really needed a break. You know how cool that
0: is. They're yes. they're all nodding their head to me because <laughs> I've seen it with my own wife. And okay, so.
2: Heart of a Woman was affordable, and it was a chance to get away, and I had this hope that maybe it could help me spiritually, that it could help connect me with God. And I totally didn't have a clear vision of that So I'm not saying this to be happen, rude, but, but
0: you kind of went for the wrong reasons.
2: No, I went for the right reasons, but there were definite side <laughs> benefits, like having yummy food that somebody else prepares and having snacks sitting out on the counter that I didn't have to go to the store to get so and 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 like I'm laughing about it but it was huge for me to disconnect from my roles back home and my responsibilities back home a mom um I have a job I work um church callings lots of responsibilities um
0: what's your church calling or what was it at the time
2: I don't remember okay um but to get away... But some of those are
0: really busy, too. I mean, from, that's, that yeah. can be a part-time job. Yeah. Or full-time job. To
2: have some yeah. space to just be me and to um, exist just for myself. I got to matter for three days. Um, that was really powerful for me. And it was really hard to, to leave that, um, to leave my regular life and roles but it was so important for me to reconnect with me just as a person me as a person by myself connecting with other women who were there as themselves without all the like labels and the roles and who I'm supposed to be friends with and who I'm not that we were all just showing up as individuals so that was really powerful so for me.
0: so tell me what would what would it have been like for you if your husband I don't know his name sorry if mm-hmm. your husband um were to have come up to you and said say, Hey, um, I know that I've really hurt you. Um, I know you have all these roles as mom with your job, church calling, being a wife, you know, running our home, all these jobs. He could say it better, he knows it, yeah. right? Yeah. And and um you know, I think there's this thing where you could you could get a break and have some time for you.
2: Mm-hmm. And that, I want that this for you. Would that have been good for him yeah, to say that? Yeah, really powerful. I want this for you. You deserve this. I'm going to take care of stuff at home to have help. Um, but,
0: but let me save the men listening from critical error.
2: <laughs>
0: so not to say to you, hey, you're pretty messed up too. Oh,
2: don't say that. So,
0: don't say that. So, so you probably should go work on your stuff. <laughs> No. I'm, I'm that will not get that. a positive to, response from anyone listening. I've made that mistake on multiple occasions. Still do sometimes. So that so I I can I can speak on the man's well, side and go. I've made that mistake a thousand times. So it because uh, what I'm saying is that you don't need fixing, right? Like right that, to issue like, the
2: invitation and to create the space without having a specific objective like outcome attached to it. That, that if, if you're inviting your wife Say that and again. you've got.
0: Really slow.
2: If you're inviting your wife and you have some specific outcome that you're trying to get out of having her go to this, d- don't do that because.
0: You're wrong. It needs to be. It. Yeah, it you're needs wrong. to be don't an invitation
2: for space and for it to be whatever she needs, whatever she needs it to be.
0: An invitation for personal space, mm-hmm. time to reflect, mm-hmm. to just have some individual time.
2: Yeah. And there are fun things at retreat. There really are. We we'll, do some we'll good adventures we'll and get, stuff.
0: We'll get into nuts and bolts. But just because the way you said that, I, you know, and, and to be point, blank, this, this is why the reason I'm I'm doing this podcast with you guys is because, you know, a lot of men, they think to themselves, gosh, how could I battle for her? How could I show her I'm sorry? How could I bridge the gap of well, how, you- I've, how I've wounded her? The betrayal trauma is like this, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Could be an idea. Yeah. Hey, you know, wife, sweetheart, whatever, cupcake, I don't know what they say in their marriage. (laughs) You know, um, I know I've hurt you. Um, I know you have all these roles. Here's an, you know, here's something you could potentially do that's you time all the mm-hmm. stuff that you just said yeah and I, I think, think it's, it's right? important like and I that, mean, that could that could be a good way to battle for her teach the, the, the wild at heart words yes
2: yeah the addict can't yes. fix it but Lindsay, God can yes, can. yes, yes. absolutely
4: would that be okay with you if you would've said that yep for sure like okay. yeah if he said that to me I would've been like sign me <laughs> up you were like what yeah <laughs> right yes like, so then you? <laughs> you have this opportunity <laughs> you
0: have this opportunity right yeah. now. yeah okay so you go up for some of the right reasons, some of the wrong reasons.
2: <laughs> hey, they're all valid reasons. I they're all, they all right reasons.
1: Valid. <laughs> valid
2: hey, no judgment here.
0: So you go up and, and you're hoping for something, right? You're mm-hmm. hoping, right, mm-hmm. to have a couple days yourself, some space, but yeah, you weren't looking for just that. I'm teasing you. Right. But, right? right. You weren't looking for just that. Yeah. So tell me what you think you were really looking for and tell me what happened.
2: Um, I needed help with my wounds. I needed um, support for and and acceptance of my wounded condition, and I needed some specific tools and experiences to help connect me to God so that God could help me with my woundedness, with the blows that my heart had received. Um, I needed validation. I needed to be in a space with other women where they shared their hearts and their journeys um, without getting totally lost in little stories. Um, but to see women from all walks of life who've experienced different challenges and are all wounded, but all share the not same just same core things. Right. Not yeah. Just yeah. Trauma it, it's not. not all just betrayal trauma yeah. people there. And that was yeah. huge for me to realize that we're, we're living in a fallen world and we're all wounded and we're all trying to deal with our wounds and there's only one one source that can heal our wounds and that's God and that we can support each other in our journeys but ultimately God's got this and God's going to lead each of us on our own unique path and that healing is possible to see women share that they're in the middle of struggle but also share victories and personal experiences of of things they've gone through the speakers at retreat are so real and they're so vulnerable um but it's not in like a too many details kind of way it's just like getting right at the heart of things
0: authenticity yeah. if I can use that word
2: yeah and that was huge for me to see like because I was feeling pretty picked on like like I was in this group of you know the few people who have to deal with betrayal trauma and that that I was super picked on and the reality is everybody in life is dealing with tough things and and God has a plan and a way to redeem and to heal and to restore all of us no matter what what how we're wounded no matter where those wounds come from um, there is a way through and there is healing and to see people who've received that healing and start, Opening myself up to that as well was huge. Well, for and
4: that—that's what was huge for me was uh, I was able to come to a point where God was like, "I've got you. You are enough for me. You are worthy. You are loved. You are all of these things that through life experiences with with my father and just life and. Uh, the addiction and my husband, and having these stories written that I'm not enough, that I'm not worthy, that I'm I'm never going to measure up, all of these things, and for God to come to me and say, "Come to me, come to me," and I will show you your worth. I will show you your value. I will show you that you're loved and that you are enough. Whereas before, I was going to human beings, my husband. I was going to other people, and I was able and i and i have to continue to keep choosing that but i'm much quicker now to go to him and say how do you see me how am i to you and you know with my husband's addiction there there's the the meaning isn't it's it's it doesn't mean anything about me now it doesn't I, define I, you no i i realize that god is the one that who defines me who you know I am. I am a child of God. I don't know. It, that, and that sounds so simple, but it was tough to really believe.
0: Getting yeah, it from your tough head to, to your really heart exactly takes,
2: takes some space. So,
0: so, Annery, did you have the? Did you have the same experience that you had this, <sighs> cascade kind of aha moment the first time you went?
2: Um, I had some, yeah, some unique, special experiences. I I don't think it was quite like Lindsay's, where all of a sudden I I felt like I had you know a a God figure that I could completely trust. Um, I feel like it's been an ongoing journey for me. Um, One big thing for me was feeling like my relationship with God was all my responsibility, and it was all on my side. And through my journey with Heart of a Woman, um, the last three years, I have seen that, no, God's invested in this relationship too, that he wants a relationship with me, that he's fighting for me, and he's coming for me that it's not just all on my end to show up, that he is actively working in my life and that I can hand so much that i have been carrying over to God and that he is trustworthy and that he can handle it. And he has a plan for me that's unique to me and he has a way for me to heal. And the more I can turn my heart over to him, the more I have seen him show up for me. Um, so so it wasn't like I immediately felt like I could trust God it's almost like I had this desire to and I had this hope and this wish to and as I've taken my experiences at Heart of a Woman and the message and I've clung to that and applied it in my life over the last three years it it, it impacts every day not just the days of retreat that I have seen God coming for yes, me so and working for me oh absolutely yeah, yeah. And, and very real tools. Um, you know, it's, we talk about it, and it's kind of like this weird theoretical thing, but you leave Heart of a Woman with actual experiences that you can draw back on and tools to help you recreate those experiences when you're at home as well.
0: Yeah, and the reason I say this is my best recovery resource is I think for all of us, I, I tell people addiction is just a good barometer because if you have a big addiction in your life, you're probably not doing that well, right? And if you're getting addiction out of your life, there's probably some things that are going well, right? And and I think the the biggest indicator I've seen of people recover is their both men and women from just this whole experience and most experiences to be on. My, my worldview and lens is through addiction, but all of it is um, their relationship with God. That if I've never met anyone who I've found was... Hold, healed, happy, happy in their relationships, and was like, "Oh God, I don't do that." Right? Yeah. And and so I I just I just bring that up to say this isn't like a like a one hit one or like, hey, you can show up this weekend to get high and then go back to your crappy life. Mm -hmm. It's this this can be a game changer, right? Whether your husband chooses to change or not with his addiction, or whether your other life struggles sort themselves out or not, this is still really big. Yeah. Right?
2: everyone's recovery journey is so unique and for me having a connection with god restored and trust in his ability to guide me in my decisions in recovery yeah. has been so important because no therapist can can give you all the answers you need you know no friend can or can tell you, you what you god need or you. another recovered couple like they don't know your situation and they don't know what you need but god does and i have learned that through my own experience
4: yeah, yeah. I've I've learned that um, this relation—it is a relationship with God. It's not, you know. Annery was saying that she didn't think God wanted that relationship with her. I felt that exact same way, but coming now that I realize that He does, I realize, you know, we all know a relationship works two ways, and that I have Good to ones. Keep, yeah, yes, yeah. and that I have to keep choosing God too. He's never going to force himself into my life. I have to be the one to be continually reaching out to him, to him, and he is reaching out for me. Yeah, he's working to find you. Yeah, but you have to open the door. He's yes. not you force have to give
2: that in, little in, but... little bit of space. Yes. to let him. And in. then
4: there's the relationship, and that's where the relationship. Well, and,
0: and to be honest, not in a critical way, but I mean, you showed up to this thing like. I don't know, probably one of the worst ways you can, you know. Hey, God, I've hated you my whole life. I'm super not open-hearted, and you have like 10 seconds with me or screw this. Yes. That's a pretty tough way to show up, right? Um, But he showed up for you. Oh, oh, yeah. um, So this is incredible. Uh, You know, I I appreciate you being willing to – kind of share your personal journeys and be kind of open-hearted. We've talked about some of the stigmas around this. Um, I Going along with similar with the men's, I, I don't think we need to spend a ton of time, nor do I want to, kind of covering well, what happens when you go up there, right? They can visit your website and get kind of the detailed stuff. To me, don't get lost in the weeds. It's about your personal relationship with God, right? Whether you're angry at him, you have a great relationship with him, and you just want it to get better, um, or, you know, maybe you're in the middle, right? Maybe you kind of come for some of the wrong reasons. Read, you know. <laughs> if you we, have so a we desire. can my kids and I can you know, which isn't bad. Remember, there's no mom guilt here. I mean, that's, I think that's really important, right? I think those are the right reasons. Um, so how do I sign up? Where do I sign up? How does this? Tell me the website.
3: The website is theheartofawoman.net.
0: Theheartofawoman.net. A N. A-N, woman. A-N. woman.
3: M- yes, M-A-N, W-O-M-A-N. Dot will say it again. No, just like <laughs> the old song. From <laughs> it was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the heart of a woman dot Okay. When is the retreat? The retreat is Thursday the 11th of October through Saturday the 13th of October. This year, right this now. This year. Now would be a great time to sign up and plan now for a couple a months really away. It's a good time because we have a few spots left.
0: Okay. Tell me how much does it cost?
3: Um, if you sign up before the end of August and you use the promo code UNASHAMED it will be 325 Convenient name. A great name. <laughs> so it will be 325 and that is all-inclusive. That's all of your meals, all of the instruction, all of the materials, all of your adventure. Lodging, stuff. Lodging, everything. It is everything. And then if you wait until September, it will be 350 using the same unashamed code.
0: So unashamed promo code for everyone listening here. Mm-hmm. You, can you
3: use...
4: can't put a price on your relationship with God just going to yeah. say that. <laughs> well, the other
0: thing I'll put out, too, is if you if you get into self-help land, that's not a ton of money. It's There's not. All sorts it is of weekend so affordable. that are a couple thousand dollars, five thousand dollars, so this is actually pretty affordable, but Unashamed, promo code, that will give you $25 off. We have the website I'll put on the blog as well, um, and then uh, I'm going to put you guys on the spot here, um, but music is a big way to connect with God, our heart with God, so... All the women listening to this, if we end this podcast with a song, what song would it be? You Say by Lauren Daigle. That's our new favorite. Okay, so we are going to end that by playing this song. I hope I will not see you at the retreat. I will not be there. <laughs> if it hasn't dawned on you yet, I am not a woman. Um, but uh, if you come to the Wild at Heart Retreat in November, you will see me there um, with the men. Um, but you three will be there. Yes. yes. So you will already be familiar with three women and their stories. And right, right they've showed up here. So we're going to end with that song. And thanks, guys, for coming in. Sharing your heart.
3: Thank,
1: Thank you, you, Steve. I keep fighting voices in my mind that say I'm not enough. Every single lie that tells me I will never.